and welcome back to Awakened Conversations with Kate. Oh, my friends, today. Today I have a short and spicy, (laughs) I'm not saying sweet because you may potentially feel a little bit revved up, a little bit triggered, a little bit like you're being called out through this conversation. I'm sharing with love, but I'm sharing what's fresh in my field this week. And to give you a little bit of insight into how I do these episodes, it kind of is off the cuff. My podcast only feels true for me when I'm talking about what I'm kind of in myself, what is around me. And so this week I'm coming to you with a slightly spicy one because I am noticing something that I am increasingly unable to ignore and not talk about. (laughs) And if you're with me on Instagram, you'll have already seen little flavors of this within what I've been sharing recently on my page and in my story. And it's two-pronged, but essentially this is talking to not using spirituality to disempower yourself. That's essentially what I'm talking to today. Not using spirituality to actually disempower yourself. So first of all, let's stop over-intellectualizing processes, proceeds, processes. <laughs> and I don't say that because I'm not intellectual, despite what that stumble may insinuate. Yeah, over-intellectualizing things, over-intellectualizing healing, over-intellectualizing your your awakenings, just the ins and outs of who you are as a person. And in the process of doing this, actually disempowering yourself. It's like a self-imposed disempowerment trap where you get so into the mind and so into the minutiae, into these like intricate layers and, you know, diving more deeply and deeply into the research of, of, of what you feel you're going through, that you actually just keep yourself in the sludge You keep yourself trapped in this space that you are seeking to leave, you know, instead of taking action of embodying and moving in new ways to create new states, new realities for yourself. You stay in the the heaviness and the density of the mind and you just go swimming around in a circle and there's a perception of growth because you're accumulating knowledge. But unless you are integrating and implementing this knowledge, there is a gap between what you know and how you're behaving. And so you don't move, you stay in the same place and you almost begin to use your awareness, your intellectual understanding as a weapon, as a block. You're like, hey, no, 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 no. I'm aware of this trait. I'm aware of this pattern. And you might even throw in some really cool terminology that you've learned in one of your many, many books. And it's like, okay, cool, so you can self-identify what's going on here, but you're still swimming around in this pattern. So would you like to actually become empowered here and take a step to integrate some of this? Or are you just going to buy another book? Are you going to attend another workshop and continue to simply accumulate more knowledge as a mechanism, a very clever mechanism to keep you stuck? And you can replace the word stuck with the word safe, actually. You could use them interchangeably because it is comfortable. 
you've got a perceived sense of growth without actually having to leave your comfort zone. You've you've got that level of awareness, which is the foundation for any potential change. Amazing. But the actual change lives in bringing your body into it. And this is where the mind is clever intellectualizing your experiences because the mind wants to keep you safe. And so it's a very clever way to be like, oh, yep, 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 we know. We know what's going on here. But also we don't have to change anything. We can just know. We can just know what's going on. But watch for that occurring in your life. You know, where am I actually keeping myself within the pattern? And spending tons and tons of money on learning more about this pattern. But I'm not actually changing anything. And this is where my clients so far, all of them have been so surprised by how effortless their actual change is when we're working together and it's like yeah we're very good at overcomplicating things and actually when we begin to give trust back to our body and to these natural um, systems that are at play within our body it's a beautiful process to be in coherence with your own system rather than suppressing it ignoring it or battling with it or even keeping the very pattern, whatever it is for you personally, keeping the very pattern that you want to move on from alive through your thought patterns, through your research on this thing, through your investment with your time, attention and money onto this, where a lot of what I do with my clients is actually discharging, um, I don't love that word, taking attention off of it and placing your attention, placing your focus onto the thing that you want rather than feeding and giving eyes to the thing that you don't want. So one thing I'll say here as well before I move on to the second prong is do not fight for your own limitations. What I mean by that is be conscious, become more aware of when you, through conversations with friends, with loved ones, in your own mind, you're actually resuscitating you're actually continuing to give energy and life and power to the thing that you're trying to move on from so just to wrap up that first segment (laughs) what I'm saying is give trust back to your body and of course that is so simple to say and for many of us if not all of us more challenging to be in the truth of that and this is why seeking support working with coaches working with someone you can trust to help you feel safe in your body again and more connected to your body is so valuable but to try not to micromanage and be overly intellectual with what is such an intelligent system and Trusting that you can give your power back to your body and not have it reside solely in your mind for this false sense of growth. You know, so much of what we do as humans is very clever distraction tactics. So to step forward for your most kind of radiant, vibrant, fulfilling life, invite your power to realign between body and mind, to come back home and to connect with your body's wisdom. Okay, and now for the second prong. This again links back to what I was just saying around how we have really got a level of mastery around 
the skill of distraction or the technique of distraction. So something I've been seeing a lot of on Instagram is or are people sharing things along the lines of how Instagram is such a negative evil space and I find that to be really lazy and I'm about to explain why because again you're disempowering yourself you are cutting your impact out of the picture and I want to remind you that we individually make up the collective So any change that we want to see in the world, we get to create on our own individual level so that if we are each doing this, there is a collective change in a positive direction. So for me to simply be complaining is really lazy and it is disempowering yourself and the impact that you can actually make. It's like, oh, I'm just not even going to bother trying. And it's really passing the buck outside of yourself. And yeah, let's stop doing that. You know, let's take our power back and realize that, you know, for me, this word leader comes up a lot in my client conversations. For many people, it has a corporate connotation. But for me, when I'm speaking about leadership, it is the the energy of a leader. A leader does not complain. A leader or a conscious soul engages and impacts. They engage with these things and they leave positive impact where they go. And so with this example on Instagram, or whatever you want to extend this to, because this is definitely an overall teaching that you can take and apply wherever you wish. You know, things aren't, these tools aren't, inherently good or bad it's how we utilize them that dictate the energy the frequency and the impact that they have on us and the people around us and so ask yourself okay how can I engage more consciously here how can I leave more positive impact claim back your power and consider how you want to use it in a better way you know maybe it means limiting the amount of time you spend on it. Maybe it's about changing who you follow. Maybe it's about sharing more positive things to put that energy out there that you're wishing to see. But to simply complain without taking any step, without offering any kind of solution, for me feels very lazy and disempowered. Any change that we're seeking on the collective level cannot skip the step of occurring on the individual level first. And so really embodying that, really being in the truth of that, again, (laughs) these two points link. Not just understanding that intellectually and being like, oh yeah, I can comprehend what that means. Embody that energy, show up in that way. You know, how, what are the changes that you wish to see around you? And how can you, on your own little micro level, start, a ripple effect that leads to a bigger change and for me this is all about leadership you know a leader goes first is one of the things um a beautiful teacher and friend of mine Mary Kate often says leaders go first you know stop waiting for someone to give you the invitation the green light and just go do it go be in that energy go show up with what you wish to see around you and your energy will inspire others to do the same. Notice where you may be giving too much power, too much agency to external sources, you know, just because the external source is a so-called guru 
or is a so-called light worker or has published many books on a topic. Try not to get overly attached to them having the answers and really trust your body, trust your wisdom, trust yourself. So I say all of that spice with love because really I'm trying to call you home to the power that is within you. Tap into that source. And really for me, what this all boils down to, these two prongs that I've been talking about today, what this really boils down to and the way that I'm perceiving empowered living at the moment is that we get to be more responsible and as a result of taking higher levels of responsibility over our life, over the ways that we wish to live and feel, we receive more freedom. So with responsibility, with taking ownership, accountability, you also gain more freedom. And, you know, relate that to growing up. We learn this, right, don't we? We get more freedom, but along with the freedom is more responsibility. So where are you willing to take more responsibility on, to feel more empowered, to be more embodied in the way that you wish to live and not only state it, not only think about it? So I'm going to leave this episode there. I hope that it's landed in a way where you're activated where you feel like charged up and yeah, claim back some of that power that perhaps you have been allowing to seep out and unconsciously been handing it over to other sources. In the meantime, I have a really powerful and inclusive masterclass, Vision Bigger Than Sight, which is all about the remembrance of your power and potential. When we are adults, we are so conditioned. We've taken on so many limiting beliefs. And this masterclass is a really inclusive space for those of you who want to learn more about manifestation and doing so consciously, because it's a skill you already possess, but about doing it more consciously so that you can step into a life that you truly want to live. That embodiment piece that I've been talking about today. So Vision Bigger Than Sight is happening via Zoom on the 24th of April. I will leave more information in the show notes. It is especially for you if you tend to feel alienated when it comes to manifestation as a practice or as a topic. And just for a little flavor of that, the power of a growth mindset. If you didn't have this, if you didn't have the power of believing in what you were yet to do when you were a child, you would never walk. You would have given up. You would never have learned how to make sense of what was once weird shapes on a page and be able to read. So it's really about unraveling from some of the conditions we take on as adults around what can be possible for us based on what we've seen happen in our family, in our lineage, in our cultural background, whatever, all these things, right? And coming home to your essence, which is your ability to create. You are a creative being. And I'll leave you with this reminder that I drop in from time to time. Everything you see around you right now that is man-made, once upon a time was simply a thought in someone's mind. And their belief, their dedication, their commitment to finding a way to make this happen allowed it to be so. And even the fact that you're listening to a podcast, you know, someone created technology that has allowed this to exist, which is incredible. And that power exists within you as well. To join me for that, go check the show notes. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you could leave a review, it would be so appreciated. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening into a conversation like this, please do pass it on to them. And if you're going to share on Instagram, do tag me so that I can say a massive thank you for your support.